Good evening guys, just a quick one, I'm going to play a bit of Confessions of a Traitor, A Truthful Heart to get this episode started, so without further ado... So if you like a little bit of that, check them out. Let's get this episode started. Good evening and welcome to Absolute Rhythm Podcast. Hope everyone's all right out there and a little bit less hot than last time we recorded. Got a couple of people on the show tonight from a band called Confessions of a Traitor. I've currently got Steve in the chat, assuming that I'm waiting for a couple more people. Yeah, I think they're joining. How you doing, mate? Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, good. All good. Good, good. We've got Jacob now. Good evening. How you doing, mate? Hello, how's it going? You all right? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Yourself? Cool, cool. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good. Be completely honest, I've had a bit of a shit day. Felt like the uh, whole world was coming down around me, so I'm looking forward to having a chat with you, and uh, hopefully you can uh, readjust my perspective. <laughs> I don't know. I think this might be the worst part of your day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dealing with... <laughs> Awesome. I'll give it a go. It can only get better. That's what I always say to myself when I wake up in the morning. Um, in the, I can't remember the name of the singer now, but the there's a the only way is up, baby, is the song that comes to mind. Jesus, last from the past. Yeah, I know. Yeah, who sings that? I don't know. I really don't know. I kind of don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Google it. I'll Google it in a break, and we'll we'll go back to it if you want. Sounds good. Right, so we've got we've got Seb, we've got Jacob, and we've got Steve from Confessions of a Traitor. Um, I'm not very good at the descriptions of bands, so I'm going to let it off to you guys. Who are Confessions of a Traitor? Where are you based? And where can we hear you? Um, we are a UK-based, London-based metallic metalcore hardcore band uh with a really positive energetic outlook on life nice is that a good way to sum up fellas yeah yeah Yeah. awesome yeah Yeah. you strike me as a band that don't take yourselves too seriously obviously i've watched a few of your music videos there's a bit of guitar hero going on here and there and uh quite funny and um yeah it's all good to see yeah i I think it's it's one of these things that if you take yourself too seriously it can i don't know it can be a bit off-putting sometimes and i think we've always been a five very strong personalities oh let's let's really showcase who we are so you know we we want to have a good time we we enjoy laughing and thought we'd display that in some of our videos rather than just being the standard we're all black we're a metal band we need to you know no smiles on stage kind of thing it's not us at all yeah we wanted to break the mold a little bit yeah nice yeah it was definitely working um checked out your spotify listeners earlier you're on quite a lot of uh, monthly listeners so what you're doing is obviously working 
So uh, nice one on that. So the first, the first question I ask everyone on this podcast is how has COVID been for you guys and how much of a disruption has it been in your sort of day-to-day band life, I suppose? I mean, I, I think I'll let the other boys answer before I go in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for, the, for the rest of us, um, it's been pretty, well, it's, it's been a bit crap, really. Obviously, not being able to do the things that we love, but we've been fortunate enough that we've tried to make the best out of a worst situation that's going on in the industry and, and have been extremely productive, probably the most productive we've ever been, um, yeah. ever. Uh, I mean, it also helps in the fact that our guitarist Jack couldn't go anywhere, so <laughs> he's basically just become an absolute riff machine. So we've taken like the positives from the negatives from it, really focused on developing our sound and mm. everything. And sort of personally, I've worked the whole way through it. Um, yeah. Seb's worked the whole way through it. Steve's worked about what a third of the way through it, mate, haven't you? <laughs> well you know i've had a bit of time off here a bit of time off here but it's uh it's been certainly interesting for all of us uh, mm. sort of uh, would you agree there seb yeah well i actually had uh just almost three months on further at the start so um i just moved into a new house um october and then march comes around and we can enjoy the house pretty much that's yeah me personally yeah just yeah. Echo Jacob. Um yeah. we yeah we've never been uh so productive and we've like before COVID we wanted to be able to record ourselves more um more on the financial side of, ha- of rather than having to go out to several different engineers and producers. Yeah. Um so COVID really I guess made us uh, learn quicker on how we can record yeah. ourselves. Mm. So that's that's been a massive, like positive learning curve there. So we can take that forward. Yeah, it's it's definitely yeah. driven us like uh, to become a self sustainable band and really it, empower us to take our own sound and vision forward. I mean, the guys have you know given their their bits and how they felt uh, how COVID went. For me, it was a it's been a bit of a journey. I um I caught COVID back in March 2020 with before the first lockdown happened. Um yeah. really struggled. Um ended up uh on inhalers and um struggled really badly with my breathing. Um yeah. and when we actually recorded the EP press start to play. Um, Jacob came over to mine and uh, went to lay down the first track. And I think one track took me a day and a half, wasn't that right, Jacob? It was about that, yeah. Took yeah. you about a day and a half to get back into the rhythm of something that usually takes you about 20 minutes. Yeah, couldn't scream. Couldn't scream, had no endurance. All the all the trackings were really broken up. And then, unfortunately, about three weeks ago, I caught it again. <laughs> and... Um, Ended up in the back of an ambulance because I couldn't breathe. Jesus Christ. So, yeah. Um, and I'm vaccinated as well. So it's one of yeah. these things where the, I, I mean, you know, I think it's widely known that I, I go to the gym a lot and I kind of look after myself and I'm the one that ends up in the back of an ambulance with the uh, breathing issues. 
it's uh, it's, <laughs> it's safe to say, Steve. You 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 you'll, you'll at least try something twice before. Yeah, you, before yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Once isn't <laughs> enough for me. Yeah. No, so bad first time. I'll just try again. No, it's pretty yeah, bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, did you mention on halftime coffee with um, Liam Dafter and Ben Coldrick that you had long COVID? Was that yourself? Yeah, mate. Yeah, I've um, definitely been been especially this time round. Um, I have uh, significant uh, fatigue. Uh, like, <laughs> I went around Jacobs on the weekend. I went upstairs to the <laughs> toilet and came back down and was like, <laughs> like really kind of breathless. Um, yeah. So it, I, I, I mean, on the grand scheme of things, I think the the long COVID is yeah. very right. mild, but it's it's uh, yeah, it's definitely affected me for sure. Certainly made you more long, yeah. mate. <laughs> Not as long as Seb. Not as long. No one's as long as me. <laughs> yeah, exactly at the grand old height of six foot ten. <laughs> Brilliant. So on the whole, COVID, what we're saying, we wouldn't do it again. Is that right? I mean, you know, if 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 I was to give it a TripAdvisor score, it would probably be about <laughs> a half star. I learned something, but it wasn't that good. Yeah, I think it's accelerated a lot of our learning. And like, I know quite a few people, including me, that started this, that have started businesses and it's given them a bit of space to be able to do what they think they've always wanted to do, but they've never had the time to do it. Mm-hmm. But it's like the whole world's been paused and there's only so much that you can do, you know, when the whole world's on the lockdown. So, um, yeah, it has been mad. It's been very interesting. And the fact that the whole world has had to completely adapt to a different style of thinking and a different style of working and, and, and sort of treating people, um, Mm. partly hopes that actually maybe there might be a little bit more kindness, (laughs) <laughs> in yeah. the world afterwards where you like people have not been able to see each other and family and friends and maybe there might actually be some positives out of everything that's come from it yeah, yeah. It, it's unfortunate though because we're still yet to see that and you know m- even though we have kind of quote unquote in abbreviations unlocked the country mm. it's still it's still quite a toxic place and there's a lot of venom in the way that people speak to each other and, and the way that they act around each other. So hopefully when things do clear up, like Jacob said, mm. kindness is a really good, really good word, mate, actually. Yeah. It's not like I've got my dictionary here with me. <laughs> Thank God it's not video, eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have all my textbooks ready. Yeah. Love it. Right, so second question, slightly less serious question. Um, you've obviously not heard this. This is probably going to go badly, but let's give it a go. Who the fuck let you call your band Coat? <laughs> well, this means <laughs> we weren't round for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, as in the abbreviation obviously came yeah, out yeah, yeah. afterwards, and it was like we we genuinely thought, yeah, this is a... A really cool name however i do want to do want to say that before we'd come up with coat the boys had come up with a, another name um which was just phenomenal um and it was okay. punish the butler and definitely worse. Uh, yeah <laughs> and i remember being like so what's the working title you guys are going for at the moment they're like 
you're really going to love this. Punish the butler. And I was like, mm, I'm, I, I, mm, I don't know. It, it, yeah. it kind of sounds like you're pleasuring yourself. Um, so, and they were like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you'll remember the name. I was like, yeah, but not for any good reason. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was that was dismissed very quickly. And then we banded between us and came up with Confessions of a Traitor, thinking, you know, this is a great name. And then was like, you can abbreviate it to coat. And I hated it initially, but I really embraced it now. I really like it, to be fair. Yeah. We're still enough. yet to bring it's out up. some coat merch. Like no, we've, got the, coats. we've got the pink top, haven't we? No, no I mean yeah, actual coats. Yeah. Oh, right. I remember a while back, Steve, before I joined the band, it was me and um, Ryan Stevens we just, at one of the shows just going, you could do so much of this. Coats floats, coats moats, coats boats. And you were like, you guys are idiots. Leave me alone. Uh, yeah, stop. We were like another 10 minutes after you left. There were so many we come up with. <laughs> coats boats is definitely a sunseek arrival, isn't it? luxury yachts yeah prestige worldwide with will farrell would be jealous of boats boats (laughs) it's the fucking carolina one mixer yeah Um, everyone loves the coats and hose yeah that's it oh that's good very good yeah all right i'll let you have it fair enough is um punish the butler a tomb raider reference because you can lock him in the freezer can't you uh do you know what I don't know, but that's really good. <laughs> that's a really good like throw to throwback. It's my inner geek coming out. We'll uh, get to video games in a bit, but yeah, I like it. Right, so just a couple of your songs that I listened to earlier. Um, really fucking good, by the way. I can definitely see the appeal of the. I don't know. You kind of, in a way, you sound a bit to me like sort of Lamb of God meets Demoralizer meets a bit of Desolated. Um, okay. no bullshit sort That's of true. like yeah. just sort of go for it quite aggressive you don't sort of back down um, and also shout out to you guys before I get into the songs you've covered a fucking Linkin Park song correctly <laughs> <laughs> thank you and mate you've, you've even put an extended breakdown at the end which yeah. I never thought I'd hear in my entire life <laughs> so yeah do you know how nervous we were before we put out that record? Like, <laughs> yeah, about two weeks before, yeah, we called each other and we went, "What we wanna, have we done? <laughs> like, we what have trigger. we done?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got worse uh, as each okay. past day happened as it came yeah. close to release. It was just like I'd be calming Steve down, and then be the next day, be Steve calming me down. Going, once have we ruined it? Once have everyone hates yeah. us? Oh my god, have we just sealed our own fate to be? <laughs> Ruined this band. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll forever be that band that butchered a Linkin Park song. Yeah. So some other songs you've done are Don't Make a Girl, Don't Make a Girl a Promise. Yeah. All the Devils Are Here. For the Fires We Burn Are Boundless. And A Truthful Heart, which all the people that are listening to this have heard at the very start of this episode. And they're all very, very catchy. They kind of grab you straight away. And um, they don't really let go until you're you're done, really. And um, I'm I'm here for it. So, uh, yeah, nice work. Very impressed. Thank you, man. I try to uh, record with people that I actually give a shit about and I like the music of, rather than just having mates on talking about, you know, favorite teddy bears and all that bollocks. But um, yeah, very very good. Very impressed. Thank you. So, without further ado, which I spoke to you a second ago about. 
I want to know what your musical influences are, and I want to know what your top three or top five personal favourite albums are. Um, if we do this in order, so if we start with Seb and then move to Jacob and then go to Steve, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, was it top three artists? Albums. Yeah, so kind of what, what inspires Confessions of a Traitor? Obviously, I've given you like Lamb of God, Demoralizer, that sort of thing. Uh, Desolated as well. Like what inspires you to write music for Confessions of a Traitor? And what are your top three slash five favorite albums of all time? Cool. Um, so I guess just from a drums point of view in the band, um, like what inspires me to uh, like what inspires me to play the drums I play and write the drums I write. Um, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, my yeah, my all-time favourite drummer is Nick from North Lane. Um, yeah. I haven't always... Well, I I think I got into North Lane when everybody else did, when they released, um, you know, the few songs on, like, Quantum Flux and stuff that everyone, everyone got into at the same time. Um, and they just loved him ever since. Uh, the Stephen from Wage War and uh, mm. Connor from Beartooth. So I yeah. think they're all like, I think to me, they're all similar in the way that they're very powerful players. But Nick's yeah. very technical, Stephen a bit less technical, and then Connor uh, yeah. the least technical. but the most like just super fun to watch he is an absolute savage and he said yeah that's why you know because like when we play i I sort of stand up and really uh sort of let go and that's that's where i get my sort of energy uh inspiration from um albums yeah i'm I'm really not the best with albums so i might just have to tell you band names i'm sorry yeah, that's fine. That's fine. No worries. All time favourite bands. Um, so I guess because it's my first sort of rock CD I ever bought was Green Day American Idiot. So that, I guess that means, you know, that means a fair deal to me because that got me into like rock drumming. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, all. All the Wage War albums I love. Uh, mm. Probably uh, Blueprints is my favourite, and then it goes down from there in terms of likeness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Great compliment to them there, yeah? I really like the early Heart of a Coward. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Um, mm. oh, a bit of a mind block now, I'm afraid. That's all right. Is that, yeah, I'll, I'll fill in from there. He loves a bit of bear tooth, don't you, Seb? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I love a bit of bear tooth. Um, what do you think? Of, um, what do you think of their most recent album, Below? <laughs> Fire. Yeah, way, way, by far, way, like up there. Just um, yeah, very, mm. still very. <clears throat> Um, elements to their, of their core sound. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've just, definitely established the sound now, haven't they? Yeah. Just on another level of, of like professionalism and 
the sound is just a hench. And also yeah. the videos to go with them are just so, so sick. Yeah. Um, but I think, apart from Below, my other favourite album by them is... Um, I don't know, it's, it's either Disease or... I mean, well, yeah. they're still fairly new band, aren't they? They've only sort of got three... Yeah. Three albums, yeah. four albums. Um, where well, I love it all. <laughs> let's, play, let's leave it as that. Yeah. Love it all. Yeah. That's fair enough. Cool. Well, thank you very much. Who's next? Me, Jake I believe it was you, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, sort of sure. top three, top three artists um, as sort of influences is going to be August Burns Red. It's my number one. My man JB Brubacker, absolute, just how he comes up with that stuff and constantly pushes the, the sound of the band along with the rest of the members um, just consistently since yeah. I got into them years ago, it should blow my mind. Um, then I'd say Caleb Shomo from Beartooth because he writes all of it um, yeah. and records. I'm yeah. pretty sure he records all of it as well. I think he just does literally all of it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That's right. uh, yeah. Being able to come up with the stuff that he right. does and talk talk about the things that he wants to talk about and people sit and take notice to it, I think <clears throat> absolutely phenomenal. And then uh, final favourite artist would probably be oh, far too many to choose from. <laughs> um, probably I'd say like if I was to go for like recent times, it would be Bad Omens. Okay. I've gotten just obsessed and addicted with their with their stuff um because I, I put off listening to them for years because i was like oh they just look really they just look like maybe far too heavy for my liking and then eventually sort of stumbled across the song and was like why have i done this to myself for the past couple of years why have i subjected myself to not having this in my life so i think i think they're my sort of top three favorite artists and then and influences really um and then top five albums it's got to be messengers um Feel like I'm stealing half of Steve's options now. Yeah. No, mate. Uh, yeah, I've, I, you're completely off track of what I'm choosing. <laughs> All right. And I, I know. You, I know. There's some Michael Bubble coming out soon. Yeah, Michael Bublé, <laughs> Mickey Bubble. Um, not long till Christmas, lads. Not long till Christmas. Uh, yeah, until he rolls out of his tomb. <laughs> um, so yeah, Messengers by Always Burns Red. Um, was it Finding God Before God Finds Me by Bad Omens? Yeah. Uh, um, the Hollow by Memphis Mayfire. Yep. Um, absolutely love. Um, what's it called? Uh, uh, the Silver Scream by Ice Nine Kills. I just oh, yeah. Album. Great album. Yeah, phenomenal. And probably this is the six by While She Sleeps because that was the album that really got me into them. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, I forgot yeah. about them. Yeah. Come on, come on, Seb. I know. I'd also say that Sean from While She Sleeps is probably a massive musical influence as well in the fact that, again, he's another person that, that does a, a big, heavy amount of the writing of the musical stuff yeah. of it and, and the amount of passion that he puts into it, um, I think it's mm. just phenomenal. Yeah, I love them. They've become really like self-managed lately, haven't they? And they've basically told their record label that they'll take it from here. I don't, and, I don't um, think they've had a record yeah. label for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Last, definitely the last three albums, mm. I think, or last two, definitely. Yeah, they're killing yeah, it, think, though. 
You are we was definitely independent. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, because because yeah, Enter Safari were doing it themselves as well for yeah. a time before yeah. that. They were self releasing everything through. I think it was called Shikari yeah. Records or something like that. Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah. No, Ambush Reality, I think is what they called themselves, um, right. through, through all of that. And um, I think it's quite cool that they're taking that stance and pushing it forward because there does need to be some change within the music industry. There yeah. is far too much work put in by the actual creatives and there's far too little given back. Um, yeah, I agree. And obviously, sometimes it's a necessary evil, but like a lot of things, if people aren't going to try and make a stand and try prove that the necessary evil isn't actually needed yeah yeah things won't change yeah you need to get people to challenge the status quo don't you yeah exactly yeah yeah awesome yeah we'll talk about while she sleeps in a bit because um i love them uh who was next sorry Steve, me yeah. yeah um so i think at the moment my my kind of favorite bands and biggest influences are being as an ocean I just think that they write some of the most emotive and deep music. I think they're just an incredible band. Um, Currents, I have a, an abject addiction to. I think they are unbelievable. Uh, the guitar work just screws with my brain. It's so good. N noises and sounds everywhere. And the vocalist, Brian, is just so on point uh and uh finally um the weekend i think okay. he is unreal absolutely unreal um i honestly cannot get enough of um like yeah it does it does the boys heads in i've always put it on i always put it on when i get tattooed as well so my tattoo artist is just like please can you stop playing the weekend and i'm like i love him yeah. though that comes up in our session steve yeah a lot um so yeah I, I like lyrically i think um joel from being as an ocean is one of the most poetic and honest people that his reading his lyrics are just a joy you can read it without yeah. music and it is it's like a poem um mm. and um garrett russell from silent planet's really really similar in that sense like it's a lot of depth and a lot of thought and it's just as a standalone is just a phenomenal piece of writing but with the music it's an art piece so yeah th those three are yeah. probably my biggest influences yeah. album wise uh again this is quite a diverse um lot, uh tool lateralis i think it's yeah. one of the best re records ever made uh parkway drive deep blue is my favorite by them um yeah. a band called portis head um, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the album Dummy, I think, is incredible. I have to chuck in uh, Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory because it is even 20 years on. I, we Obviously, we were spinning it up when we were doing the cover. I was like, this album is just flawless. It's flawless. Yeah. Um, and, and then um, Immersion by Pendulum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think they are... Like, they bridge the gap between that kind of like EDM house music... Mm. Uh, and metal as well, because on the album they've got uh, the singer from In Flames and oh, yeah. it riffs everywhere, but it's also that, that kind of pounding EDM and it's just so, so good. So, yeah, quite diverse. Yeah, I didn't realise The weekend was one guy. Yeah, yeah, believe it. 
it, it sounds to me like a band. That's that's the only thing that I, I just didn't know that, to be honest. But yeah. Yeah, she's great. I've, um, I've written down Porter's Head because I've not checked that out in a long time. And I've written down Bad Omens. I'll give them a spin to do what You'll I think. You'll love Bad Omens. Bad yeah. Omens are just phenomenal. Nice. Yeah, I'll definitely give them a shout, let you know I get on. Right, cool. Yeah, we're going to go to a quick break with Grind Fitness and we're going to be back in a sec and we're going to talk about favourite films. Then we'll get back into the music a bit. So I'll speak to you all in a sec. Cheers. Really? Just a quick reminder that you're listening to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. This show is officially sponsored by Grind Fitness and Sportswear Clothing. This active and healthy lifestyle company hails from Weymouth and do I. Check out their website, which is www.grindlimited, which is L-T-D, UK.com. That's www.grindlimitedUK.com. I've recently been given some of their products to test out, and it's all been absolutely fantastic and very, very comfortable to wear. The base layer doesn't cling to you, and you can really feel the quality of the clothing. Get involved and start your own grind today. If you have any questions regarding any of their products, please feel free to drop me a message on my Instagram page, which is Absolute Bedlam Podcast, or drop Clayton, the CEO, a message on Instagram. His uh, Instagram page even is called Grind, which is G-R-N-D. We will be very happy to help you with any inquiries that you have on your way to start your own fitness adventure. Thanks again to Grind for allowing me to promote your products. Right then, back to it. Just to let you know that Grind are currently doing a 25% off everything on their store with my affiliate code, which is Bedlam2021. So that's B-E-D-L-A-M for mother, 2021, which is the year that we live in. Bedlam 2021 at checkout for 25% off all products. Grind. Back to the episode. Yeah. Welcome back. So whilst we've got you, Steve... Uh, can I have one or two, or even three, if you feel it, of your favourite films? Oh, I mean, the other join in. Proper put me on the spot here. Um, yeah. Do you know what? I watched it over the weekend, uh, and uh, it's got to be Avengers Infinity War. I just... Okay. Like, there's nothing quite like a culmination of 20 films that has ever been done before. Um, and watching it again just made me like so emotional. Like I love that film. Um, the original matrix I think is a masterpiece, like absolutely incredible. And then, um, interstellar, um, with Matthew McConaughey, I just every time I see that film, I utterly lose myself. It is, mm. um, I I didn't I actually really disliked Matthew McConaughey up until I saw that film, um, yeah. primarily because he'd been in loads of cheesy rom coms, and then that came out and I was like, this man is a genius. And I've watched all of his films since, um, like Dallas Buyers Club, which is another banger. Oh yeah, 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 really, really good. 
I've seen The Martian. Is Interstellar the one where they talk about like time being different on different planets and stuff like that? Yeah, so it's um, they uh, basically Earth is you know the standard uh, apocalypse scene. Earth's dying. Uh, they're unable to produce um, sustainable amounts of food, and the only food that they can produce, I believe, is corn. Um, so they have to go out into into space to see if there are planets that are um, viable for life. Um, and they sent out ships to other planets. Um, and only a couple of like uh, beacons have been returned so that they go out into one or two other sort of solar systems. Um and discover whether they can actually uh, have um, you know turn it into a new uh, home for them, uh, and then wondrous yeah. and crazy stuff. I'm not going to ruin it for anyone who hasn't seen it. Like crazy stuff yeah. happens on the way, like a lot of time shifting, um, and a, a, a lot of mm -hmm. like, yeah. I'm, I'm just not going to say any more because it's just a it's a piece of art. Really, really good film. Yeah, it sounds like a mind fuck. <laughs> Is the, the music it, to it as well is incredible. The Every, what? Sorry, the musical content oh, oh. is incredible. Unreal. Yeah, like think the, the like oh, like Gladiator style Fields of Elysium soundtrack, and like your right. hair, yeah. your hairs up on your back and the back of your neck the whole time. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Sorry if I put you on the spot. No, you can. Um, the bit in Infinity War where Spider Man dusts that fucks me up and just in general to be honest just fucks yeah. me up like when um when iron man goes i literally just had a breakdown like a full-on fucking breakdown in the cinema because i was just like kind of knew it was going to happen but I've, i still wasn't prepared for it oh i and, watched um, it with, i watched it with my partner on saturday and yeah she was inconsolable when um spider-man dusts and she was like, mm. but Peter, where's yeah. he gone? And I was like, it's okay. Yeah. So I don't yeah. feel so good, Mr. Stark. Oh, don't. Oh. You bring you're bringing all the you're bringing all the feels back, man. There's a bit as well in um, Endgame where they get all the portals, and I think yeah. Falcon says on your left. There's something about that scene that is just absolutely perfect, in my opinion. Yeah. And there's never a moment where I watch that scene and don't get goosebumps. Because like you say, it's just such a massive buildup of everything culminating together, isn't it? And it's just this huge like release of like everything in one go. Yeah. It's just it's, fucking crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like that bit when you see Thor's uh, Mjolnir go flying across the screen and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. but Thor's there and you see Cap yeah. holding it and you're like, yeah. oh my God! Mate, the oh, whole yeah. cinema literally just... Ever I went to midnight show in, so it yeah, was like same. maximum geekiness. And I did it the, was like, yeah, it was just I, unbelievable. I did the double bill. I saw um, Infinity War and Endgame on the cool. midnight screening. It was unreal. Yeah. Nice. Love that. Right. Who's next for top three films? No pressure. Uh, yeah, I'll do it. Um, so unlike everybody else, I also don't really care about films or games. Um, Old man, you said. What's that? Old man at heart, aren't you? That's it. Old man, and I'm the youngest in the band. A bit of checkers and some library books. <laughs> but so <laughs> I, I will just enjoy any film that's on. So, but my standard ones that I'll always watch are 
the Taken series. Okay, yeah. I love those. Um, mm. The Bourne Ultimate, the Bourne films. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Transformer films. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah. it's just, it's just like junk food <laughs> film, isn't it? Just absolute junk food. Yeah. There's, there's. I mean, there's not really, you know, uh, compared to all these like Interstellar's, there's not really a proper story, is there? It's just I enjoy, I enjoy watching the action. Just big robot explosions. <laughs> all of the explosions. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Nice. Uh, you Next. have forgotten that you love a bit of Downton Abbey as well, Seb. No, you make this. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, Ben, when we were on tour for the first time, I think uh, Seb bought his iPad and he watched the entirety of Downton Abbey on a 21-day back-to-back tour. And this was the first oh, time no. he'd ever been on the road with us. And um, we were like looking over, I was like, this, this guy's really quiet. Like, what? what? Mm-hmm. He must be into like, it's really like, like definitely like serial killer murders, like <laughs> TV series. No, period dramas and a cup of tea. Unbelievable. I'm a fan of the double down. Like when you are actually serious about liking something, I don't think you should um appease people around you and sort of back down. You should go harder than before. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I would, but just for the record, it wasn't down to Nabby, it was another period drama. Okay. I just I just want to clear the clear the air. <laughs> <laughs> you've been holding that in for years haven't you yeah. <laughs> it's like you're doing a YouTube apology video <laughs> I misrepresented vague, what I was watching yeah. yeah 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 love it right who's next sorry I think I've got one more person for me um, so it was top three top three films wasn't it top three films yeah cool so Unero Numo is uh, Shawshank Redemption probably oh, one yeah. of the great things ever made Mm. I'll fight anyone that disagrees with me. Um, mm. The second is got to be um, Mr. Brooks uh, with Kevin Costner. Absolutely phenomenal film. Um, if you haven't seen it, essentially the basis of it is that Kevin Costner plays a businessman who is actually a um, serial killer. But the way, <laughs> okay. they, the way they portray his need to kill is they use another actor that only Kevin Costner can sort of relate to and have conversations with and how they do some of these scenes where they're talking to someone and you've got the conversation between Kevin Costner and the, the other person going on and then you've got the back and forth between Kevin Costner and the actor that's playing his need to kill it's just phenomenal okay, okay. what's that it's called sorry called Mr Brooks I've not okay. seen that either oh great film absolutely great film um I can't recommend it enough and then lastly Little bit of a little bit of a jokey one, but the Fast and Furious franchise because it's oh, shows, get off. It shows <laughs> that with family you can do anything, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that meme is everywhere at the moment. Oh, I've got so many of them. Um, no, I, I'm probably I'll put that one aside. That wasn't me joking, taking the piss. Um, I would probably say Gladiator, yeah, phenomenal film again, absolutely. And, and kind of anything as well that's had um, orchestral and musical work done by Hans Zimmer. Man mm. is a genius. Yeah. Is that Inception? Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't I, I <laughs> how much he's done. Mm. Um, yeah, he's cool. He's a very good at what he does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all. Yeah, awesome. Right, so just a couple of quick fire questions. Not trying to put you on the spot too much, but just yes or no or whatever. So do you like hot weather or do you like cold weather? Hot weather. Cold. I think it's all cold, yeah. Cold, yeah. Oh no, hot away. Uh just put more clothes if you're cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You can't escape the heat when it's hot. Yeah. Yeah, unless you've got a fucking swimming pool in the back garden. I've got a Poundland paddling pool. That'll probably work for one time, won't it? That's strong. <laughs> anyway. Love it. I have categorical proof, Steve, of you complaining about the cold when it was minus 16. Yeah, that's di- that is genuinely <laughs> different. I love the cold. Like, when the snow the is up to your hips <laughs> and there are wolves outside your van... <laughs> <laughs> It was a dog man. <laughs> I was delirious with tiredness. Love it. Minus, yeah, minus 17 degrees. I would not recommend to anyone. <laughs> sleeping, sleeping in a van. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, second quick fire question, and then we'll get on to some gigs. Chinese food or Mexican food? Mexican. Mexicano. Wow. Wow. 100% Chinese. You're out the band. Yeah. Okay, fine, thank you, bye. <laughs> he just drops off the call. Fuck I, yeah. I, I'm just not into heat, so Mexico yeah, okay, is basically all heat. So, um, yeah, there isn't yeah. really much hot Chinese food, is there? Like spicy? Uh, no, there's probably one thing which, which uh, normally is in the restaurant, so takeaway-wise, it's perfect. Yeah. It's all nice and bland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. Yeah, Mexican all the way for me, but I I do like a bit of chat as like a celebration, and uh, yeah, would, if you don't like spice, that's the truth. Would you agree though that a Chinese has to be a takeaway and a curry has to be a sit down meal? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I've had some really good Chinese food in a restaurant, but you know, I guess I can get behind it. There's quite a few um, restaurants where I live in Weymouth. Um, that obviously pre-COVID, you could go in and you could take your own alcohol. Oh, BYOs, yeah, yeah, they're class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that wow. was quite a cool little thing to do. Just get absolutely trashed on Echo Falls and tell everyone your problems. <laughs> <laughs> what the, that's the most white girl thing I've ever heard. <laughs> With my pumpkin spice latte. Hey, Hell you yeah. don't know about my problems. Right, get so my Echo let's Falls. get off this. I thought you said you doubled down on things. Now now you're backtracking, mate. (laughs) Embrace the Echo Falls. Embrace the Echo Falls. Brilliant. (laughs) That's the the episode name. Right. So, best gig you guys have ever played and worst gig you've ever played. And I think on Halftime Coffee, you mentioned that you were playing some pretty crazy shows. Um, I think you said you went on some sort of holiday tour or something and you said you played in like a restaurant or something (laughs) yeah uh i mean it's not it's i mean it's it's up there with one of the best memories that i think we've ever had it's definitely not the best show we've ever had but we had um 
we basically we were on tour with Crazy Town, and we played. Uh, when we looked at the tour book, it said Rock Cafe, and Jacob right. and I had been driving, and we pulled up, and we were like, "Where on earth is this? Like, this is the Hard Rock Cafe." Where's the Rock Cafe? Because we're yeah. definitely not playing the Hard Rock Cafe. And lo and behold, we've been booked to play the Hard Rock Cafe. So we played that the, the night before. And yeah. then the next morning, um, <laughs> we played a cafe uh, at breakfast time, 8.30 in the morning on a Monday morning for a bunch of commuters. Nice. And like you've got five sweaty blokes from London who hadn't showered for the best part of nine days. We'd not yeah. had hot food. And um, we not slept, and um, yeah, the um, guitarist in Crazy Town took a video of us playing, climbing all over this counter. Yeah, that was. And yeah, um, yeah it went viral. Uh, video got posted on UniLad, and God, it was like two and a half million views later. And oh wow, yeah, it was it was wild. Uh, like, it definitely wasn't <laughs> a, a great show, but it was like a an amazing memory to have for sure. Yeah that's awesome so yeah that's just a memory really so i want to know your best gig that you've played or something that surprised you and you thought it was going to be shit and it ended up actually being quite a nice sort of so i've, I've played a few of those where you think no one's going to show up and then suddenly there's like a sort of um i don't know like a sort of city full of young people just show up at a venue mm. sort of thing you know yeah. I'd say, um, like, there's, there's two two examples for that one. One sort of before I joined the band when I was crew, and then one when I was in the band. So the one that was sort of surprised us the most, I think, was day one of our Ukraine-Russia tour, which was like yeah. a, a sort of part headline, part main support to Caliban. And um, yeah. we turned up on day one... Um, the long story of it is we got to the Ukraine airport in Kiev at like what 4.30 in the morning or something yeah. <laughs> slept on benches slept on the floor benches for like two and a half hours <laughs> waiting for our driver to pick us up we then spent what felt like six days driving, <laughs> to, the, driving to the next place that's when we realised that what have we signed ourselves up for um, yeah. we got to this, this city um, and turned up at this, this venue and it was sort of this sort of little rundown sort of pub thing with what looked like sort of like a, a conservatory you'd find at your yeah. like your grand's house sort of thing. And yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh, sweet Jesus, what have they convinced me to come along to? Yeah. And um, the first sort of bands were playing and like people were sort of looking at us, but nobody was talking to us. Um, yeah, yeah. They didn't know what to do. We had overpriced our merch significantly, way too much, because we didn't know the currency changes or anything. And just uh, just for perspective, um, six beers cost, I think it was £1.20. And, yeah, and we were pricing our T-shirts at about seven or eight pounds. So everyone was looking at us like, I'm going to have to take out a mortgage to get a shirt. <laughs> and we didn't know this. And... Um, yeah, yeah. The other bands were playing and there was like more and more people turning up, more and more people sort of looking at the boys. And this was before I joined and I was I was their crew. And I was just like, what is going on? Like, this is so strange. And then yeah. we sort of sound checked and then yeah. got ready to play. 
And then the intro music started, and I sort of just remember turning around and going, oh, uh, there's nowhere for me to stand. This place is absolutely packed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ramped yeah. full. Um, and then the boys started playing, and it just it just went off. There was like yeah. people yeah. like climbing on tables and chairs and headbanging. And there's me being like, stay away from the equipment. Don't touch the equipment, please. Oh, Don't get near it. Don't put me near there. Um, and just, I just remember just getting absolutely off. And then just yeah. we finished, everyone wanted to talk to us. Like it took our driver like an hour and a half to get us into the van because yeah. Yeah. everyone wanted to talk to them. Like everyone wanted a photo with them. Everyone yeah. wanted something signed, like from like t-shirts to babies to anything. It was just like, oh yes. And then people tried to kidnap Steve because they they wanted him in their family and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the PG version of what happened. We'll tell you the truth yeah. there. But um yeah. Just that went off. That was probably one of the most surprising things. And it just basically went every show that we did that was a headline show went mm. like that. We'd turn up at a venue going, Oh god, this place could probably fall down at any second. To yeah. that that topped last night somehow. Yeah, it was mad. And that that one. And then we had our own shows then with Caliban, which then topped everything else, and it was just a mental tour. Yeah. Um the one that then stands out as a personal favourite from when I've been in the band was uh, Metal Madness that we played in Ukraine, where we co-headlined right. with um, a band called Space of Variations, who are phenomenal. It's Space yeah. of Variations, isn't it, Steve? Yeah, it is. Yeah, they're incredible. Absolutely. Ukrainian band, yeah. And again, there was a few people that knew us there. Um, and there was a couple people from bigger Ukrainian bands that we'd played a couple festivals with who knew we were there so it was, it was really fun them remembering us and wanting to catch up with us mm. and then we sort of played and it, it just went off there was about four or five four or five hundred people there um mm-hmm. like afterwards like some of the bands that had never heard of us before were like i was not expecting that from you guys and yeah. like, even, like the headline band was just like okay like you guys have done your job as a sort of co-headline band before yeah. us to the crowd up because that's what happened it just went off i mm. died probably the best what was about 45 minutes hour yeah probably I, the best shows i've ever played yeah yeah didn't stop smiling the whole time we dropped a couple of new songs in it as well just to see how yeah. it go and they just absolutely went off and it was um myra yeah yeah Oh, it was yeah. second, second or third time properly playing it. And um, we decided to incorporate all of this jumping at the very beginning, which was <laughs> and I, Bad just, it. I just remember this bit of just jumping around and then Steve's just bouncing around in front of me and just all of us are just absolutely beaming and also yeah. absolutely exhausted because it's the most amount of energy we've ever put into anything <laughs> at that precise point. And we're still like, yeah. this song is five minutes long. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. We um got someone else. I can't remember where we are now. Seb, what's your favourite yeah. one? Uh, so I joined the band in 2015, and my first tour was the start of 2016, where we'd had other three practices with everyone, and then we did a 21 day straight tour that I set my friends on fire. Yeah. So even though the shows weren't the best, uh from my point of view that was the first time i'd ever played abroad um yeah. it was just a crazy experience to do what i dreamt of doing for so long you know um 
every day waking up in a different country, being able mm. to walk around the city and then play a, play a gig. Mm. Um, random people, that was like my first experience of random people coming up to us saying that, you know, they loved, they loved the music and they wanted to buy a CD or whatever. Yeah. Have photos. So that, that was an unreal overall mm. tour. Um, as, as much as it was difficult, uh, like li- being in a van with eight other people all the time mm. and mm. having to sleep on a seat. Yeah. Oh, God. Never really having a bed. That was, it was just exhausting, but it was, like, looking back, it was just one of the best, best things. Yeah. Um, be a favorite show. Mm. It's def- uh, definitely, I mean, it's on par with the Caliban shows and the Architects show that we supported them in Belarus. So right, okay. we played their fest- uh, we played their venue called Republic in Belarus. Mm. Uh, and that was the first show that we played with Caliban and we got there and we thought it was just going to be, I don't know, another sort of 200, 100 cap place. And yeah. we got there and there was this ginormous 2,000 cap venue. <laughs> I don't know. If, yeah. like, from the stage, it felt like it was a stadium. Yeah, it was huge. It was unreal. Yeah. And that was so surprising. But um, that same venue, we supported Architects at, and that was just... Nice. Yeah, just unreal. Firstly, being able to play mm. the same venue, like being asked to go back. Again, having loads of people saying that they, they could wait to see us play again. And then to top it off, supporting you know one of our collective favourite bands was just nuts. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that that Caliban uh, Republic holds a special memory for me, Seb, because I got to see the Running Man for the first time from you. You did, <laughs> did, and I I I'm pleased you witnessed that. Oh, I, it pleased me. <laughs> Seb's uh, a notorious dad dancer, yeah. and. Um, just whenever he gets a couple of uh, uh, dark fruit ciders in him, he busts out the uh, the Running Man, and it is the single most incredible and awful experience you'll ever your eyes will ever see. Okay, <laughs> I think that's the song name coming up. Dark fruits. Yeah, yeah. Dark. <laughs> oh, I got these dark fruits. If I if I'm ever in a position to be able to get a big enough endorsement, I'm going to get a dark fruit endorsement. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh mate, your drum kit would look sick in that kind of like oh yes. purple, yeah, like a nice sheen. I'd always had two crates and I could throw them out of the crowd in, in the set. That's, <laughs> that's not a lawsuit happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cans just flying. That's oh, nice. This is totally a rip-off of one of my friends um at download experience. Is my friend Mark Taylor. Shout out Mark. And he watched ZZ Top launch a bottle of Jack Daniels at someone by accident. Oh, God. and it just <laughs> smashed in front of someone's face. <laughs> and uh, I think from that moment forward, they decided that they were going to be a plastic festival. <laughs> it's just yeah, not worth the hassle. But yeah, sorry, someone was going to say something. I apologize. No, no, I was just going to say. I think um, we we did a run of festivals. Uh, I think it was late late 2018 um and the two shows uh two two of the festivals that we played are probably my standouts we played uh rockstad in transylvania and romania oh right, yeah that was off it was our first outdoor out, like proper outdoor outdoor festival yeah. and it must have been 30 35 36 degrees heat 
Um, and yeah, and there was north of fifteen hundred to two thousand people just I, I eyes on, uh, and it was madness. Like from the get go, there was yeah beer everywhere. Um, like I think I, I can I I spent very little time on stage, and I got down into the crowd, and some guy gave me a shot and a swig of beer, and I'm not a drinker at all. <laughs> And I remember singing the next line and throwing up in my mouth and being like, that was the worst decision I've ever made. <laughs> I got caught up in the moment. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was like, yeah, they were giving me things. Like, I you know, my I as well. So Steve went from being okay to drunk in under five seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> instantly drunk. Like I yeah. genuinely do not drink. And yeah. then the other one was um, one we played in Lviv in Ukraine called Zakid Fest. And when i tell you it's quite honestly one of the most incredible festivals i've ever been to they um ukraine is a huge country and there's so much like woodland area that surrounds big cities and this festival is built around this forest in yeah. this kind of in the center That's and cool. the yeah the camping is in the trees so they just pitch up a tent in the can uh, the tree canopies and is like incredible you you drive down this long road and there's just tents everywhere and then you come out into this clearing um and the stages there were five stages and they're built around a lake so yeah. you're on stage playing um to a crowd of you know 3000 people but there's also people like swimming and on like lilos and on like inflatables in the water, just enjoying the music. Oh, and wow. it's just like, just mm. the most incredible place. And I just remember this, the, the, the spectacle, cause we walked in and we, we looked at what we thought was main stage and we we're like, Oh my God, it'd be amazing playing that one day. And the guy was like, yeah, yeah, that's the stage you're playing on. And we were like, ha really? <laughs> um, and, <laughs> we were sound checking and there was a band on the actual main stage playing and we were like, Oh, there's like 10 people in front of us. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like, I guess like, you know, we've, we get to play the sixth stage with a cool sound system and, you know, we're going to have a good night tonight, like swimming and watching bands. And then yeah. we went back, got changed, came on stage and there was 3000 people out in front of us. And all of us were just like, Oh my God, this is wild. It's just yeah. like yeah, some really special memories from from going to yeah, yeah. like some crazy countries and playing some to to some amazing people. The best yeah. thing about that that festival was that the size of the stage was ridiculous. So yeah, it was enormous. On like an eight eight or nine foot riser easily, and uh, as he's mentioned, he's he's a man that likes to get involved with the crowd and get people going. And so we, Steve's yeah. like, um, I'll see you guys at the end of the set because I probably won't. <laughs> back up because usually you can just climb back up on something and it was just like mate you're not it's too high yeah but like it's not happening <laughs> yeah um, and it was like right we'll see you at the end of the set good luck <laughs> <laughs> just spent yeah. the whole time crowd surfing <laughs> <laughs> nice awesome well we're just going to go to a quick break again from ocean bottle um just before i forget as well i'm doing a giveaway on my instagram page which is the winner will get a free ocean bottle and as of me driving home tonight, I've decided that I'm going to also give away a free notepad, which was given to me by Archie Soul, which is Mark. Um, so, yeah, get involved in that. I'm going to close that competition tomorrow night at 5 p.m. 
So if you haven't entered by then, I'm afraid you've missed out on a lovely ocean bottle. So get involved and uh, share it with your mates and talk to your friends and all that sort of stuff. But when we come back, guys, I want to know how you write songs. I want to know what your process is for writing songs. I want to know what your plans are for the future. And of course, I want to know what your go-to Tesco meal deal is. Oh, yes. We'll be right back. Back in a Hey guys, just a quick ad read. Ocean Bottle. I recently reached out to this company as I thought their mission statement and attitude were absolutely fantastic. Support livelihoods, stop ocean plastic. These award-winning bottles come in a range of colours, including ocean blue, forest green, obsidian black and sun orange. Each bottle that is bought means the equivalent of 1,000 plastic bottles kept out of the ocean in places where plastic pollution is actually at its worst. These are 100% dishwasher safe and contain double-walled vacuum seals and are made from insulated stainless steel. They keep your cold drinks cold and your hot drinks hot. Join the award-winning team and get your own at www.oceanbottle.co. The current discount code I have access to is on my Instagram page, so please check out the Absolute Bedlam Podcast Instagram page on there to see the most recent one. Thanks to Ocean Bottle for allowing me to spread the good word of environmental sustainability. I cannot wait to get my own Ocean Blue one soon, with my podcast logo front and centre. Anyway, back to the episode. Hello. Hello. What can we do to fill the time whilst we're waiting for the others to jump on? Well, I just checked out Ocean Bottle. It is Ocean Bottle, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they are they are sleek. Like they, are. they look they they're look awesome. fresh as. Yeah, I've got two. They are yeah, awesome. Yeah, really nice. <laughs> Steve Steve yeah. immediately signing up to the uh to the competition. No, oh, just yeah. like I just after you mentioned it, I was like, Oh, I'll check it out in the break and I was like, Oh, these look really nice. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't win the competition, hit me up and I'll give you a discount code and we'll uh, get you some money off. Oh, stop but, yeah. it. Oh, Dealing me in already. Stop it. Don't get me wrong. They are quite expensive, but I see them as more of an investment because I've had mine since the start of this podcast, which is nearly a year now, and they haven't put a foot wrong. They are solid. God, that's nice. So, uh, yeah, none of this single-use plastic bullshit. I was kind of really hoping that you were going to say since the beginning of this podcast, like this one today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, last, last, last seven minutes. <laughs> Still going strong in the back seat. Awesome. Right. So, if it's all right with you guys, we're just waiting for one more person. But I just want to know what your overall process for writing songs are as a Confessions of a Traitor. It's. I, it's, it's changed quite, over the years, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. Yeah, it used to be quite traditional in the sense that we would go into a, a studio and we'd like, you know, the our guitarist would have a couple of riffs. Our drummer would try and drum along, and then yeah. we'd, you know, I'd have like vote like um, lyrics written, and we'd try bits over different bits, and just you know try and play it on a loop. Um, yeah. And like we we all live quite far away from each other. Like, you know, for for us to do a round trip to do a practice, it'll take Seb. You know, it depends on where we're doing it. Like, if it's in Essex, it'll take yeah. Seb 
you know four four and a half hour round trip if it's in london where i live it'll take the guys in essex you know three hours to to go on a round trip so it's it's no easy process so i think we really had to adapt and you know we realized that that wasn't going to be quite sustainable and um when jacob joined us he he brought this real nouse for um taking us forward into like this the digital age and the digital era of um home recording and demoing lots of different things planned out and you know uh, up and changing like have you tried this and like we moved this riff here and it was like it's it's not something we'd ever really like done before but we've like fully embraced it and um yeah, I think you know, Jacob. I, I, I'm not going to speak for you here, but you've you've really embraced the kind of uh, uh, production side of things, don't you, mate? Yeah, I think that was um, as, as you said when I joined. I I came in with this different um, approach to recording and writing, and and essentially taking a bit of a, a producer role within within our musical content, especially within our most recent Press Start to Play EP. That was all engineered and produced by me, and then it was mixed and mastered by Miroslav Boris from... Um, I generally can't remember the name of the group now. What is it, Steve? What is He'll this? murder you. No, I'm not going to save you. you, you you've, uh-huh. you've made your bed, mate. You've got to lie in it. <laughs> Why are we, I'm drawing such a blank right now? Jigsaw oh, audio, mate. Jigsaw thank audio. Thank you. It's been a long day. <laughs> um, and like he mixed and mastered it and did a phenomenal job on it. And I think when I joined, you, you the guys had started to sort of touch on the bit of pre-pro, bit of home recording, bit of um, trial and error sort of thing. And then yeah. I sort of just came in and was just like, okay, right, well, I've got all this stuff, boys. Let's, let's get writing and demoing and it was then like, oh, okay, like we can program out drums fully and um, get a sense of how the song sounds with drums added on and that aren't yeah. recorded on someone's phone in a, in a studio where it doesn't pick up the nuances and everything. And then the same with like vocal takes and stuff like that. And as with each release has come around, we've gotten better at doing yeah. a lot of work on sort of working on the vocals before we get into the studio. Yeah, yeah. We actually spend any money. It's it's now very much a case of we've got demos down, which if we spent a bit of time on, we could do stuff with and really work on. And it was fun for me from a creative perspective because it really challenged my know how. And sort of the ultimate aim is that one day we become self sufficient to the point that maybe I mix it and we pay someone else to master it. Um, so we get that that different view or that we work the second producer so it's not just me being sort of so centered on music i've got another person that just goes mate what are you doing you're you're going off the deep end or yeah yeah, yeah. missed a trick here why you're not doing this again sort of thing yeah it's all about collaboration isn't it yeah Yeah. and it's definitely allowed allowed for us to experiment with bits as well and and really like especially with press start to play that that started as like a a lockdown project like we want to be busy. We want to create music while nobody's yeah. able to do anything. And it, like vocally, like, you know, I've, I've now got my own setup at home and um, I, I write a, a hell of a lot and I write all the time. I've got notes 
like mm. thousands upon thousands of different notes of things that I, you know, I'll hear on the street or I'll hear in a film or I'll read in a book and just, oh, I really like that line. Like, oh, you know, that, that's quite, that inspired me quite a lot. And then uh, having, you know, Jack's, Jack's got his own little setup at home now and he riffs away. And what tends to happen is it obviously it tends to start with like a, a riff and then, it'll land on Jacob's door and Jacob will have a little bit of a play around with it. And then it'll land on my door and I'll start to build like a, a lyrical structure and um, yeah. construct some, some basic melodies, you know, this is what I'm kind of vibing. And then I'll, I'll sit down with Jacob and Seb will come in and we'll kind of like go, okay, that's a cool melody, but how can we make it better? And, you know, the patterning here is strong, but yeah. you know, how could we, ch how could we mix it up a little bit? And I think, the patterning and the timings on some of like the guys will, will tell you this like i am shocking with timings it is it is uh, my timings are abhorrent but like where i've been able to like really work on it with the with my own yeah. um you know program programming it's very basic but it allows me to track bits and and test different styles and patterns out and it's really yeah. uh, you know i feel it's really pushed us and you know, for what what's coming next is is going to be even better. So, yeah, I think like from like my standpoint, I always really enjoyed the recording aspect. I love playing live, obviously, and going fucking crazy and getting sweaty and you know smashing up stuff on accident and all that sort of stuff. But when it came to recording, I love to be involved in that process, and I just loved like actually having a producer that actually gave a shit about your music rather than mm. someone that just presses space bar. And then does like control C, control V. And they're like, right, well, that's a wrap tonight, lads. And I'm like, well, no, you can't just like, you know, I want this to be a real song with like real passion and like real, mm. I want it to be present. Do you know what I mean? I want it to be like they're in the room with us. Yeah. We yeah. are very yeah. fortunate with the people that we've worked with. Like mm. they sort of pushed and shaped us across different, different paths. Like when the guys yeah. worked with Pramesh Dongandonon. I can never pronounce his surname um, for illuminate like that really pushed the band into a certain direction that way. Yeah. When we mm. did guided and we did it with Miroslav Boris, it was, it was a really different experience having someone just be sort of sat there and instead of being like, Oh yeah, no, that's cool. It's just like, nah, shit. Yeah. 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 Must be like, but, oh, um, what? Yeah. That's yeah. For six months. And oh, okay. You think it's shit. All right. Well, we'll, we'll can we track it? No, we're not tracking it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, like he wasn't a, like, I think we, we work very well when, you know, it, it's easy to live in your own echo chamber and, yes. you know, yes. you know, like think that you've written a masterpiece and then somebody else hears it and they're like, what have you done? Like, no. And I, <laughs> I know that um, Miroslav, yeah. especially lyrically, like I, I do spend a lot of time thinking about the meanings and the meanings behind stuff. And, like he really challenged that and he really was like what okay so why why does that why is that there like can it not be this and it was like it was good to be you know challenged and the guys obviously push back on stuff that you write and vice versa yeah. when it comes to like drums and guitars like we're always like how can that be better or you know that's great but i don't know if it vibes with that bit and it, it, you know like he he definitely pushed us and you know jacob you yeah. did it the same time when we we did press start to play and really was like no this could be better and let's push it that yeah. little bit more yeah. and let's change that phrase and yeah there was definitely a yeah a couple a couple times where i i, I went what, what's my preferred term recording hitler um, <laughs> yeah. 
on it and like there was a couple of times i'd be like oh I'll keep that take that was really good but now i've already deleted it do it again yeah um yeah. Uh, marginally <laughs> frustrating that when you're like blowing out your hoop and he's gone nah do it again you're like okay okay i'll do it again um, <laughs> look mate i've had covid twice what the fuck you want yeah. from me <laughs> 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 i'm dying here try it again. again i don't care <laughs> Yeah. Our, our favorite type uh you could you could do that more feeling um or yeah. like oh no i didn't like that take i really wanted it and me being like no like that was perfect that's exactly what we need here you're not going to get anything better than that and if you carry on you're just gonna ruin it um yeah. there was yeah. like like i'm not a massive sort of spoken word fan and steve mm. steve really is so i when we did press start to play i had to really take back my own objective feelings about certain vocal parts and go all right okay let's just see how this completely comes out and really sort of take a step out of my own head and yeah, yeah. Like on, on one of the takes i think we'd done about like 10 to 15 variations and it yeah. was on like i think it was on number like 16 it must have been just came out with this absolute belter of this performance and he was like oh, i don't know i don't know and i was like we're not changing that like that has mm-hmm. nailed everything that i can picture you doing in this part that makes sense to it so yeah. we're not I was like, we'll revisit it afterwards, but we're not going to do it now. And then we just moved on. We came back to it and the Paris were like, yeah, that's not changing. That is, that is staying. We tried it again. We would have just looped and looped and looped and then we wouldn't have made any progress. And then we had the police called on us earlier. (laughs) Oh, yeah. True story. I had that one, yeah. 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 So it's it's certainly been an interesting uh, process for for all of us. And yeah. uh, there was definitely a point where I thought I might have caused a problem for Jack because when the first lockdown came about, he'd bought an interface and he, mm. he was using um, the programming stuff on there. And he was just like, oh, like, I don't know what to do with like these uh, sort of like plugins and stuff. Can you give me a hand? Like, I don't know where to get the drums mm. from. I was like, all right, mate, I was at work. So don't mm. tell me about this. I decided to yeah. remote onto his, his laptop at home from yeah. my work. And I spent the vast majority of the day sorting out his laptop for him so he could he could home record and and have all these plugins <laughs> program drums and everything to it Love and that. then a week later on like a song came through and i was like oh that's really cool and then like another song came through and i was like oh this is really wicked like he's taking fully advantage of like not being able to go do anything and he's really riffing and he's really taking the time with it and then it just time it became a bit of a snowball effect and, like when we were reaching upwards of like 35 demos in like eight mm-hmm. months if not, no, it's probably more. It's probably about 40 demos in about eight months. I was like, what have I done to this man? Yeah. I, I have... I, have a monster. I facilitated this man, basically, yeah. a riff, riff addiction. Yeah. To be that, fair, yeah, I think, you know, being inside allowed him to develop an anxiety issue and then he just, like, noodled away all day. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do anything untowards on his PC whilst you were connected to it? Because I'm an IT support guy, you know, you can think of all sorts of crazy shit. <laughs> How could you? How could you imagine he would have done anything like that? Just created a ton of folders or <laughs> screenshotted the desktop and put that as a desktop background and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that <would> be <laughs> I've never thought of that. That's a great one. There we go. Write that down. That's free advice from Ben from Absolute Bedlam. Um, just quickly, the way that you're talking about writing, um, this is completely left field, and I promise to the viewers that I'm not literally trying to put this into every single episode. But I fucking love an artist called Bo Burnham. And he's just released a special on Netflix called Inside. And the way that you're describing the fact that you like meticulously listen back to your songs and the way that the songs come to you 
and you don't want to release shit and all that sort of stuff. He's his own worst enemy with stuff like that. Have you heard heard of him before, Baby Burnham? I have. Yeah. yeah. Is he the guy that did the comedy um, yes. series um, music on Netflix? Yes. Is that the one? And that's the one where it's like um, where he's done the song. It's like white woman, yeah, white Instagram. woman's Instagram. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. If you watch Inside, you'll know what I'm talking about because. It's one thing to listen to the songs on Spotify or wherever you listen to music, but it's another thing to watch a special because it's such a paradox for him because he's used to playing in front of people and he's mm. basically turned his spare room into a music studio, but he also hates writing songs for people that aren't physically in front of him. But it gets to a point in the special where he properly like breaks the fourth wall and you kind of see the sort of behind the curtain that he watches all of his music so meticulously. And if it's shit, he'll just re-record it and delete it straight up. Like mm. what you were saying earlier about being like recording Hitler and stuff. And um, yeah, like there's a bit at the end, which is actually quite dark, which is he actually doesn't want to finish the special because it won't give like, because of obviously the pandemic, there's not a lot going on in the world. So he didn't actually want to finish it because he thought he'd get bored. And he's oh, like, oh, right. I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah. never going to finish this special and then I can always work on it all the time. That you, yeah, that comes down, like, you know, he's yeah. obviously developed quite a, I mean, you, know, you can't make assumptions, but it's yeah. become like the, the one thing that he looks forward to doing every day. Yeah. Oh, that's mad. I, I, I did, yeah, I did start watching it and I must have been distracted. Yeah. Really? Definitely, <laughs> definitely give it a go. And try and give it your full attention if you can. Um, but a lot of it is ultimately about like how we all are trying to sort of travel down the same road, and we all want to put everything online all the time. And it's like we're becoming like more and more addicted to our devices, and the internet's just become this massive like snowball full of stuff that mm. it wasn't really designed for that in the first place. But obviously, like with the pandemic and everything, we've not really got much choice other than. FaceTiming our mums and getting on Zoom and reacting to stuff that's already existed on YouTube and stuff like that. Mm. But yeah, definitely give that a go and let me know how you get yeah, on. I will do. Yeah, I will do. I honestly think it's fucking amazing and it's only just come out. So it's not like I'm just randomly recommending something that's like three or four years old. But yeah, right. So we're going to go to a quick Archie Soul um, advert. And I think if it's all right with you guys, I've got another probably 10-15 minutes to get out of here yeah um, sound mate go for it if you're into archie soul if you're into beard care I, i'm assuming you guys have got beards because you're in a metal oh, band you need um, to see jacob's beard it is magnificent yeah. majestic <laughs> thank you there we go so if you need any shower stuff a soap bar that is probably the size of your fucking phone um <laughs> anything like that leather bags um, get get on archiesoul.com and have a look and tell them I sent you with Bedlam 2021 as the discount code and you get 10% off everything in the store so we'll go to a quick ad break um, I want to know plans for the future in terms of confessions of a traitor and I want to know your meal deal so we'll be right back hey guys hope you're enjoying the episode just an ad read from a new sponsor called Archie Soul Grooming so we have archiesoul.com they've currently got a bit of a sale on at the moment uh basically long story short 
I've not really been looking after myself, uh, especially during lockdown and quarantine. I've always been sort of, I'll deal with it later, kind of person really. Not really bothered about how I look and I think now is a good time to change that. Uh, especially with like the world opening back up and sort of everyone having massive beards and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, so Archie Soul have uh, beard oil. They have razors old school sort of stuff uh power shower uh they sell loads and loads of products from loads and loads of places they're from the uk um and they recently sent me a box of stuff and it's just been breathtaking it's been a completely new lease of life uh in terms of like actually using proper soap and actually having an opportunity to sort of care about yourself and sort of give yourself a bit of a lease of life in the morning traditionally i've always um got up first thing in the morning thrown some water on my face said to myself that will do and sped off in my car at about 30 miles an hour so time to change all that sort of stuff and to actually look after yourself and take some accountability i suppose so um yeah so get involved at archiesoul.com I have an affiliate link with them, which is Bedlam2021, so that's going to give you 20% off. Companies like American Crew, Anthony, Duke Cannon, who are one of my favourites because they sell the biggest bars of soap I've ever seen in my life. Ace High, Monsieur Barbier, and Anthony. So they stock traditional razors and genuine leather bags for work and for play. And as always, with all of these great companies I work for and promote for, is their priority is an excellent customer experience and they will always go above and beyond for their customers. And there is a guy at Archie Soul called Mark, and he is one of the most responsive people I've ever had the pleasure of dealing with in terms of business. Uh, he's all about getting you what you want at the price that you can afford. Not going to break the bank. Like I say at the moment, they've got a sale on. So check them out at archiesoul.com. Tell them I sent you using Bedlam2021 as the discount code at checkout. And thank me later, because you are not going to regret this, guys. Thank you very much, and back to it. Hello. Hello. How's it going? You all right? Yeah, man. Not, not too bad. Good, good, good. Did you uh, want to get started on plans for the future, or should we wait for everyone else to join and we can yeah. uh, all tackle it at once? No, I'll, uh, I'll go with that, because I think uh, Steve and Jacob took over a little bit on the last section, so no I was just listening. <laughs> That's all right. No worries. So yeah, at the moment, um, when was it? August twenty nine. Yeah, August twenty nineteen, I believe it was. Uh, yeah. We joined with our new management, uh, Extreme Management Group. Uh, manager Greg. Uh, we treat him as the sixth member of the band because he's just mm. he's just totally on the same wavelength as us. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so he's. He's a, he lives in Australia in Adelaide, and the management company actually are based in New York. So yeah. 
we probably won't ever meet Greg until we tour Australia. Uh, so at yeah. the moment, yeah, it's just been faced. Uh, this has been Facebook Messenger meetings with him and yeah. stuff. Uh, but yeah, he's he's amazing. So we've had other managers in the past, but we, you know, I think I definitely speak on behalf of everyone that we would never uh, want to leave um, Extreme Management or Greg because he's just just the best. Yeah, he really cares as well. Like when I was down with COVID, like he messaged me like every other day, like, how you doing, man? You know, is there anything I can yeah. do? And like, it's not, you know, it's not just the business side of the band. Yeah. Like he genuinely, yeah. like, you know, we get on with him as a, as a mate and mm. he's just like, you know, he's checking in on each of the band members. Like we've all had a really rough time during, you know, everyone at some point during yeah. the pandemic has had a really rough time. And, you know, he'll, he'll reach out and he'll be like, look, I just want to check in see how you're doing. And, you don't really get that. Like you don't get that from no. some of your closest friends, let alone somebody yeah. you know who who works with you. So, yeah, he's yeah. really, really like you know becoming an incredibly important figure in this band. Yeah, this is awesome. Greg. Greg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Papa Bear. Yeah, Papa Bear. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just on the back of that, so future plans. So we've we've we're still quite a new sort of partnership. So um, sort of year and a half or so, but. He's already just shaped so many elements of, uh, yeah. like, what, you know, one of the main elements of of us is is becoming, uh, you know, a business or thinking more business headed, because uh, everything before has just, you know, it's just been us mm. trying to sort of muddle through and learn, learn as we go, and yeah, uh, yeah he's really um, taken that on and and really. Yeah, helped us to uh, put the business side of things in place, so we yeah, can yeah. more long. Well, yeah, more long term, try and make this more of a full time thing because that's what we ultimately want to all want to do is yeah, band full time. Yeah. So the only way to do that is yeah. yeah to be able to think like we're a product and a business. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, obviously. Uh, touring and festivals and stuff is non-existent sort of mm. until now ish but all the lineups yeah. are going to just be fairly difficult to get onto because of how much backlog you know every band's got something new coming yeah. out because everyone's had time mm. to write so mm. hopefully we can be doing some festivals yeah. next summer if not the summer after yeah hopefully. i think that would level out though because, yeah, I see what you sure. mean about the backlog. Yeah, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, because even yeah. like yeah. even the smaller um, smaller bands won't even get a look in, let alone like the bigger smaller bands. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, we want to we want to try and tour and play festivals, you know, anywhere and everywhere. Because it's been like the last place we went to was Russia. So Europe is, you know, we went last week to Europe in. 2017 yeah we need to get back out there and see all of our our European fans um, yeah. which yeah, we can't wait to do but it'll probably be a 40 degree van with no windows no aircon, <laughs> which sounds absolutely brilliant right now but I know that when we get into that position it's going to be dreadful I'm going to think I have, I've, yeah, I've never wanted to be packed in a mm. sardine can 
with five other sweaty lads driving at 70 miles an hour down uh, a German autobahn more than I have done now. <laughs> so I, I just, I could, you know, I can, I've got no sense of taste or smell at the moment, but I can almost taste the smell of Tony. And that excites me. <laughs> okay. That's why you need Archie's soul, lads. What can I say? Get your soap in your life. <laughs> Get rid of that thing. We just need a portable shower and we'll be in business. Yeah. There we go. Get some bottles of water or something. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. looking bright for the future, then. It's not as bleak as it used to be sort of six months ago, I think. No, well, I think with me, yeah, I we, felt like this was never going to end. Yeah, we've, we've definitely set ourselves up. I mean, you know, we, yeah. we obviously did press start to play in in lockdown and you know obviously we can't go into too much detail but i'd be remiss to say if that was not the only thing that we'd been working on in this time so it you know we we've been very productive and we're setting ourselves yeah. up um for you know big things to come in in the next couple of months you know next year and like seb said like it, you know the conversation's already been had about booking the tours and festivals but you know we're we're really focusing on what we are going what our output's going to be and it's it's very very important yeah. to us what this what the sound's going to be developing into yeah yeah sounds really good looking forward to it before i forget as well i need to buy a shirt off you um i might have to do that in the end of the month but yeah i'm definitely gonna that's my future plans <laughs> <laughs> you guys do all the fucking heavy shit and i'll just buy one of your shirts and look like the uh the one that's come out of this with the most effort where, where, where did you say your base, yeah. mate? Is it Weymouth? Weymouth. Well, I'll tell yeah. you what, we'll have to have a get. We'll see if we can get a show down that way and uh, yeah. bring bring the beat down down to Weymouth. Yeah. And then if you win an ocean bottle, I don't have to fucking post it. Well, there you go. Yeah. Exactly. Well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the real winner there? That's it. Everything comes full circle. That's it. Yeah. I'll um. I'll see what I can do about that because um. I'm not really sure venue wise what's left. Yeah, I was um, going to say, it's, it's, it's been a bit desolated, out. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we'll play a house party. We've yeah. played our fair share of back gardens and living rooms in our time, so... Um... <laughs> yeah. I always love that about... Um, yeah, I always love that about being in a band where you would get to, like, a pub and you'd think, you know, this is going to be, like, an outdoor stage. Like, there's so little information that goes into playing a gig. I don't think people quite understand if they're not in a band that you literally just show up and hope for the best. But sometimes it's, like, skittle alleys. Sometimes it's, like, a floor show. Yeah. Sometimes it's, like... Yeah, it's it's hard to explain to people that haven't done it, but it is crazy what we put up with, really. I, I like to think of it as, like, a bag of revels. Like, yeah. if you yeah. open the bag of revels and dip your hand in... Mm. And you're like, right, cool. You pick one out and you're like, wicked, I've got the orange chocolate one. This is going to yeah, be yeah. a banger. And oh, then yeah. suddenly the next night you pick the raisin one, game over, yeah. mate. <laughs> yeah, absolute game over. Who puts yeah. raisin and chocolate together? <laughs> it's interesting. When you're, when you're playing sort of one-off shows in the UK, mm. you, you, you don't get much information. When you go to like, right. or in, in Europe, you get... Yeah, yeah. A bit more information because it's all prepared. When yeah, you get yeah, to tour in like Russia and Ukraine, you get even less. Than yeah, actually physically <laughs> possible. Um, yeah. Like you get you, you get, get the dress. <laughs> yeah, you get the English spelling of the city, which nobody knows, which is not shown anywhere. They have backwards fours in their in their thing. I remember us driving through Ukraine, being like, ah, backwards four. I know where we are, and like Jack telling. <laughs> 
And you actually, no, mate, I have no idea what the fuck we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's somehow like it's yeah. even worse. And you'll turn up and you'll be like, oh, it's a floor show. Floor show it is. All right, floor show, boys. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, there's, there's big UK bands playing a floor show. How's it? Oh, my God, what are they doing? They're climbing on everything. Yeah, um, yeah. Like support yeah. bands that will go out with us being like, oh, this is just a once-off. And then five mm. nights this tour, they're like, they're still going. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's it. That's what it's all about. That roulette of life. Mm. So we are now on to the final question, which is if you were in a supermarket like Tesco's, Morrison's, even Asda, not saying that I made the meal deal at Asda, but they've responded to me and they are now doing a meal deal. <laughs> Hashtag absolutely better than for president. Um, what is your go-to meal deal, guys? Seb, I'll let you go first, mate. All right, thank you. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a sucker for the same one every time. Um, yeah. I don't tend to go off peak, really. Yeah, it's got to be a McCoy's salt and vinegar. Okay, yeah, it's amazing. Um, I'm also partial to a pasta pot instead of a sandwich. Okay, yeah. So you're literally changing the game here, mate. What is going on? You're all genuinely. Genuinely, that's the first pasta pot I've had. There you go. Uh, You're a maverick, mate. What can I say? (laughs) You don't play by the rules. Straightest lace man you'll ever meet. (laughs) So uh, the chicken and bacon ones, but I think it's, I think it's Mm. maybe called something a bit different. But it has like a mustardy, mustardy dressing, honey mustard. Man, I know what you mean. That's the one. Honey mustard. That's the. That's the one. Um, and then just yeah. a nice full fat Coke. Yeah. And that's me. There we go. Anyone else? Jacob? Um, for me, it's got to be go-to is the chicken and stuffing sandwich. Yeah. Banger. Um, probably nice packet of sort of vinegar walkers. Yeah. And then depends on... How the day is going, whether it's a fizzy drink or whether it's some form of flavored water. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we'll leave it there. <laughs> the, like <laughs> what, what you what you <laughs> failed to ask was how many meal deals does he get? <laughs> <laughs> this is abuse. <laughs> Fat shaming, Stephen. Oh, yeah. I'm enabling. Yeah. Different. Yeah. I, 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 ben, I am known for being the man that will eat the pasta family size four for one. <laughs> oh, yeah. You like a challenge. It's not a challenge, mate. It's a, it's a game plan. It's laugh, laughs in fat controller. Laughs in cubby. I, it was it, the first time it ever happened. We went to Morrison's. He, he looked at this, this family for four pasta dinner. He's like, they spelt it wrong should just be for me. And I was like, you're not going to eat all of that. Like 20 minutes later. <laughs> oh my God. Gone. <laughs> Devoured. That's weakness, mate. Uh, I think, I think my, my uh, meal deal is just dull as hell. Cause I'm like, right. Bottle of water, little, little pack of fruit, try and be as healthy as possible. Yeah, uh, and say again. What to count my calories? Oh, oh God, yeah, can't can't put on any weight because I've got body issues. Oh God, <laughs> help me! 
Uh, genuinely, like I'll I'll prang out. Like I'm not. I'm like I really look after my diet, but I do have an absolute weakness for a ham and cheese sandwich. It is so yeah. dull, but there's just something about the way the cheddar blends with the the, the honey roasted ham. Oh, yeah. sir. Mm. Good sir, it just tickles my pickle. <laughs> this this is I... a man that eats extremely healthily, then, and when you take him on tour, yeah. and you know he's broken, you know he's reached his breaking point when he readily accepts the McDonald's as the only <laughs> thing to eat. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah, for the fifth day in a row, it's the only thing Can't. to eat. <laughs> Can't beat him, join him. I just want to throw something out quickly. This is uh, one of the biggest group calls I've had. I want to know what your thoughts are on this. So my girlfriend doesn't like mayonnaise, right? So oh, milk whoa, pre- whoa. Predominantly, you just stop there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Don't, don't, don't start me. You're preaching to the choir, mate. Predominantly, right? 90 to 95% of things you buy in Tesco, Asda, Morrison's, etc., have mayonnaise in by default. Do you think if people started putting sachets of mayonnaise in sandwiches and it was completely up to you how much you put in, do you think the world would end? Or do you think that's acceptable? I, I actually think that's quite a good idea because I know quite a few people so. who don't like mayonnaise yeah. and I'm not friends with them, so I don't know them anymore. Uh, okay. But um, it's... I, I don't actually think that's a bad idea because then it would get people eating more of the product, eh? Yeah. It's like the whole salt and shake thing. Do you remember that with the crisps? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do, actually. Just don't shake your mayo because you'll end up fucking flying it all over your windscreen on your car and stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> there we salt go. and shake was just such a disappointing bag of crisps, though. Yeah. yeah. It, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna garner a lot of hate for that because I know it's like a British staple. Oh, isn't that an awful thing? It was awful. You're not you're, What's you're not your, um, on that, mate. What's your Instagram handle? I'll make sure that you get a shitload of hate when you wake up tomorrow morning. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll warrant it. It's at Steve S T E V E underscore C O A T. Come at me. Okay. <laughs> this is where Steve wakes up and he's been completely cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by the salt Coat and shake company. company there we go but yeah so that wraps everything up so guys where can we listen to your music and um, what's your current release that you uh are trying to pimp out so we're on all major streaming platforms spotify apple music deezer um youtube facebook instagram i don't think i've missed anything out no no, no yeah, everywhere amazon google whatever yeah, VK, VK. If you're in Russia, yeah, um, we yeah anywhere on there. Um, to anyone that listens to us, thank you. To anyone that shares us, thank you. To anyone that supports us, thank you. We couldn't do all of this without you. And our most recent release, which is Hostile Work Environment. Um, mm. If you haven't yet, please check it out. It's yeah. from being the song that we wrote, going, ah, I don't really like this. To damn this song, I love this. Yeah. Hell yeah! It's um, and for a little bit of uh, trivia, it's based off a game called Control. All the lyrics okay. are. Yeah, we might have to get you on in the future to talk about video games. We have unfortunately ran out of time tonight, but um... bro, I could talk. I could talk for England on that one. Yeah, you, you, you're setting yourself up for an interesting evening because the bar <laughs> are heavy gamers. Me and Steve the most. Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely do that another time, though. What I'm trying to do with my slightly bigger guests and my slightly more sort of group conversations is I'm purposely trying to leave a question out 
so that if my uh, schedule falls apart, then I can get someone else on. It's a good strategy, isn't it? Yeah, sounds good to me, mate. Yeah, there we go. Whilst you're here, I'll talk about this, this, and this, and then we end up recording for three and a half hours. <laughs> and I become the Poundland equivalent of Joe Rogan, like I've always wanted. <laughs> there we go. We well, can dream. Do you wait until someone breaks their legs and then ask them how they're feeling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mate, the memes that have come out for that are absolutely uh, fucking amazing. I love them. I think my favourite so one is him going to him, have you tried DMT? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen um, the Rage Against the Machine? I think it's, I think it's just killing in the name of the monk that spontaneously combusts. I can't remember the name of that album. It's just, Rogan, Rage, it's just called Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Joe Rogan's trying to interview him. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. So good. Sorry for Google. Right, guys, thank you very much for having me to uh, having you on and all that sort of stuff. I can't talk anymore. I'm fucked. Um, yeah, cheers for coming on. Thanks um, so much for having us, mate. could share this, no worries, then I would massively appreciate it. And cool. I hope you're all doing well, and I hope to see you guys at a show soon. And I'll uh, definitely buy a shirt off you guys as soon as I physically can. But, um, amazing. Yeah. yeah amazing. Much, lo- much love, my man. Thank you for having us no on. Worries. Yeah, thank Take you. Take care, guys. Take care. See you later. Cheers. Hope you enjoyed that episode, guys. Um, I'm just doing this as a pre-recorded segment because I always forget. Please consider subscribing for weekly uploads. Um, sometimes I do two in one week. So, yeah, please do uh, consider sharing this with your friends and telling everyone that you know. And, yeah... I'll see you in the next one. Cheers.